Hello, and this is John Frazier's final reflection for the classes LDRS 1015 and 1016 for the Leadership and Social Change Residential College. So I would first like to kind of like caveat um, everything I'm about to say by just like saying like I had a lot of trouble deciding on, you know, which, which themes I would use um, for my reflection, you know, in order to make it kind of short and concise. Um, because I think a lot of them kind of overlap and interconnect with one another to kind of build up that understanding of leadership collectively, you know, rather than just a few key concepts. Um, but there, there were a couple. So I think generally, you know, the one that kind of stuck with me the most, um, if I could pick, if I had to pick absolutely one, um, you know, theme to talk about, I think it would be, you know, the idea of leadership as an ongoing process, you know, and how and how that kind of relates to our being within the world and how it kind of relates to my own um, understanding of learning and education. So I think we often have like this kind of understanding of learning as, you know, it's something that once once you have co completed it, it's done and you can't ever really complete learning. Um, you know, it's not something where like you, you graduate from high school, you graduate from, from college, you graduate from a trade school, you're done, you know everything there is to know, you are learned. Learning is something that's it's lifelong. Um, and it's, it's, it's not, you know, completable. And I think that's part of, that's, there's always new knowledge. There's always, there's always new learning and new education out there. Um, and that's part of what makes learning so, so joyful and, um, you know, worth pursuing. And I think that's the same goes for leadership. You know, it's, it's, it's a lifelong thing. It's not something that you can accomplish. You can't accomplish leadership. Um, and I think that, you know, especially within our society, we have like this kind of perception as leaders, as great and famous individuals, you know, who had unique and special talents um, or personalities that, you know, made them, made them leaders. You know, when in reality, anyone can lead. Um, anyone and again this ties in this ties in with like the social change model especially with the, the the concept of leadership as a process where it's the individual working with and within the, the group which then works with and within the, the larger society um, you know which then inspires the individual um, to continue that process and you can you can accomplish things with leadership I think but you can't co accomplish leadership itself all right, so moving on. So the second theme um, that I really, that I picked to kind of, that kind of really, I guess, strengthened my understanding of leadership and social change was the, the concept of active listening, you know, and the practice of active listening. So I think that, you know, really it's the most important, it's the first and most important step to social change, you know, because how can you change anything if you don't know what, what needs to be changed? And so I think a large part of this is, um, or at least something that I equate with it, you know, is the whole, the, especially like with our current state of the world, like Black Lives Matter, um, you know, the native reservations and, and native issues. It's really something where like, you know, we have a lot of, a lot of white, um, a lot of white male politicians and uh, usually, you know, wealthy upper, upper class politicians who are, are making these decisions and they're not listening to, they're, they're saying like, well, we know how to solve this. 
and they're not listening. They're not listening to voices. They're not. They don't know um, how to create lasting social change because they're not taking the first and most important step, which is active listening. You know, and that's it's simply listening and developing understanding, and and it's really something that you know we don't tend to like. We're all acquainted with the with the idea of you know like hearing versus listening. Um, but like active listening kind of takes it to the to this next step of you know like you're not only like understanding the words you're understanding the meaning and the and the desire and the need and the urgency, um, and so I think you know especially within leadership, being able to listen to to others, and understand what needs to be changed is one of the most crucial um, practices that any leader can take. You know, and I think that's also what what inspires people to be leaders. So you know, like you have you have a lot of people who might say like, "Well, I want to be a leader because of the fame and the importance and the recognition." Um, but what do you want to be a leader for? You know, what what do you want to to lead for? And I think that that's where active listening becomes really really um, important. You know, is because you have to understand like what needs to be changed in our society. What what can we you know, change socially um, to make everyone's lives more equitable, um, to create more justice, to make the world a better place. All right, and then move to the third and final um, theme that I do want to talk about is the idea of servant leadership. So I think, you know, I had always known that I wanted to be a servant leader, even in high school. Um, but what really really stuck with me from this class was the idea of servant leadership, not just as serving others, but as a healing process, you know, and, you know, that's, and how important, you know, that understanding of servant leadership was to my own, you know, desired presence in leadership in the world, who I want to be, um, and how I want to be within the world. And I think, you know, and I will talk about this later on in the, in the podcast as well, you know, most of most of the issues, if not all of the issues, you know, that make social change necessary are artificially created. We created them, you know, we inflicted those wounds upon ourselves. And I think, you know, with this idea of servant leadership, not only as, you know, serving in other individuals, serving other communities and healing those communities, it's also, you know, the, the act of social change itself is a healing of the society. It's not just a change, it's not just a transformation or a progression, it's a healing. And that's that's what really stuck with me about servant leadership was, you know, it's it's healing others and through healing others, you're helping to heal the society. Describe your experiences working with a recitation instructor in LDRS 1015 and 1016. How did he or she contribute to your understanding of the course material and engagement in the service learning project? So I had Tim Miller as my recitation instructor, and I th and I think you know Tim was was really good um, at at act at that you know that that practice of active listening and and with that you know providing opportunities for us to reflect on the material and applying those reflections to, you know, real world examples and experiences for us to consider um, and kind of see how leadership would function um, 
outside of the classroom you know in 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 well the the classroom itself is a real world situation as well um but in in the i guess larger world in the larger society and community and i think you know especially within our service learning project tim was really really helpful um with advising you know and and kind of guiding us along the way um and i'm, I'm very excited for our service learning project we we chose to do to focus on you know indigenous and native voices uh, within America and how that relates to, you know, our connection with the earth and our connection with each other. Um, and Tim was really, really helpful, you know, in, in helping us understand that. Um, and I think, you know, in terms of engagement and in, in, in understanding of the course material, like I said, like he provided those reflections with, which helped us to develop our own understandings and our own perceptions of the course material. Um, and it kind of helped us helped us to be more thoughtful um, and in that way, you know, be more engaged in, in thinking about the class. Um, and I think so if I had to like kind of like boil it down to one one sentence, I would I would say that like the recitation instructor instructors weren't necessarily a, you know, an instigator of our, our leadership process, but they were kind of a catalyst for it, um, especially Tim, you know. And I think that, you know, he kind of helped me understand at least that, you know, it was up to me to kind of to be a leader. It was up to me to facilitate and begin that process. Um, but he was kind of he kind of speeded it up and helped us along our way. Um, and I think that that was such, such a valuable, um, you know, example for us to see, you know, like that we could be a catalyst for each other's leadership um, and, you know, uh, and other leadership processes, but ultimately it was uh, up to us to begin that process. All right, so the third prompt um, for the reflection uh, was if someone who was unfamiliar with the LSDRC and LDRS 1015-1016 came to you and asked you what the first year cohort experience was like, what would you say? So this was kind of a, um, a difficult one to answer and reflect on because, you know, with, with COVID, in the, in the times of COVID um, and, and, you know, coronavirus, it has been very hard and uh, to kind of connect with others and and there weren't very many chances for a community and when you know and I think that you know the LSCRC has been really good about trying to trying to provide you know virtual opportunities um and things like that but it's just it's just not the same you know um and that's not I don't really think that's the fault of the LSCRC or the or the LDRS classes it's kind of just it's the way it is and you know sometimes that's that's what it is. And I, I will admit to being like a little disappointed. Um, but as with everything, you kind of have to take it in stride and, and learn from that. Um, it just, it couldn't be helped, I don't think. Um, and, you know, I think that you know, it was, it was kind of hard. And I'm sure like outside, I would say that outside of, of the pandemic, I would have enjoyed, um, you know, living within the community so much more. Um, and I would have, had so many more many more chances for building community um with the other residents in the building and with the the faculty um 
and that's really instrumental to social change and leadership and, and you know building communities is crucial to the individual's understanding of leadership um but i think as as far as the classes go um i think that you know they really did help um in defining what real leadership means to me you know and helping me reflect and and kind of create my own perception of of what what kind of leader that i would like to be you know and how i would like to lead um and it really helped me to understand like why leadership and good leaders were so are so important um in our world and why we need them um and why you know and and it kind of helped me with my you know i i think we all desire to contribute to a better world um and this kind of really the class really did I think provide all of us with the tools to do that and it's really just up to us to kind of pick them up and use them and I, I think that was that's such a valuable experience and I know that you know I will always kind of treasure this opportunity um, to to be able to learn and continue on my never ending never ending journey of of learning <laughs> So the, the final question for um, and prompt for the reflection is, how can you tangibly use what you learned in LDRS 1015 and 1016 to be a change agent in the world? And so I, I think I'm kind of going to repeat myself a little bit um, with what I said in, in, in question um, or on prompt one, but, you know, active listening. So active listening in just everyday interactions with anyone you meet. Um, I think that can be so um, valuable um, and instrumental in inspiring others to kind of practice the same, to be active listeners um, with one another. And it's just, a, it's a crucial tool in building community with one another. Um, and like I said, like I said before, it's the first step in social change, you know, and if you do that, you're already, you know, kind of starting others on, on that road to social change. And it's kind of like a, kind of like a, um, it's like a, a ripple effect you know like it's it's one drop but then that spirals out and it inspires others um and i think that you know it's it's very valuable and it's and it's it is it, it is a tangible way um to create change uh just just that simple act of listening and trying to develop understanding and empathy with one another to to create community um the second one the second way that i would say um I, is use the knowledge that leadership is, you know, it's not done alone um, to kind of help me in the future as a community organizer and advocate. So after college, I would, I would really, really like to be able to work as a community organizer um, and work with others and work with communities and help build communities to kind of uh, get them what they need. Because I think, you know, within our, within our society, there's, there's not very many, you know, feelings of community. We tend to kind of prioritize the individual and then sometimes the family over the community and taking care of each other um, and taking care of the community. So as a community organizer, you know, I really do have, like that's what's instrumental to that is understanding that you are not really a leader in the classical sense or the way that society tends to understand it as like you, you are not accomplishing all of this alone. You are not doing, you know, great deeds or feats um, that then change things forever. 
but rather you are working with with others you're working with the community um you're working with other you're working within that community to work with other communities to you know to work with more communities and then to work with the society um and you know that's just so crucial to understand um because change isn't started by one person it's individuals that contribute together as a community um and that really like there's no other way to kind of say this but like with the social change pro process again it's um or the social change model it's the individual working with and within the community to work with and within the society which then inspires the individual to continue that process and finally i would say um serve in leadership again um and especially you know servant leadership in you know in the in the form of of small acts of simple kindness um and the reason I say that is because I think we tend to have kind of not really, but an, a rush to you of what leadership is. So we tend to think, well, I'm going to accomplish these big and great things quickly. And then that's going to, that's going to change things. And I think that's, it's possible, but I don't think it's always feasible because I don't think society and our world changes that quickly. Um, and so with, with the small acts of simple kindness, the way that I've always thought about it, it's kind of like it's planting a seed, you know, it's planting a seed within, within the heart of someone else. And then, you know, they will then that, that seed will grow, you know, and like with sunshine and, and, and water and, and I guess like sunshine would be, you know, uh, maybe your leadership, someone else's servant leadership would be the sun, sunshine, you know, and. And seeing, see, so the simple act of kindness towards towards that person would plant the seed, um, and then that person seeing you or someone else, you know, go on to to serve others and continue to serve others, that's a sunshine. And then I guess water would be um, maybe active listening. I'm kind of getting, I'm letting this metaphor kind of take me away, but I think um, that kind of that makes the plant grow and that makes the servant leadership grow within someone else and then they they can they plant that seed of of kindness and service within another and then another um, and eventually there's just a virtual forest uh, or and there's just an entire world you know covered by a forest of of servant leaders um, willing to serve one another and develop community um, and that's that's a healing process it's like it's almost like a like it's reforestation you know after after centuries of of deforestation and greed and capitalism and and misogyny and and um homophobia and bigotry and racism you know it's it's a healing process of serving one another and, and not looking out for number one but looking out for you know all of us looking out for each other um and that's something that the world desperately needs um and i talked about and again i talked about this in you know in in question one a little bit but you know, the need um, for social change is not something that's naturally occurring. We've created obstacles and we've inflicted wounds on ourselves um, that are that are artificially created, that 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 we did kind of intentionally. Um, and social change isn't kind of a, it's not a progression. It's a healing. And, you know, like I said, like that requires us to be to be the sunshine in another's life and to kind of help them plant that seed 
within themselves and 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 kind of give them water um and give give um and help you know and give them water by active listening and then again having others give us water by actively listening to us um and i think you know one and i will share one thing too is that you know i am in the i am in the american indian studies minor and one one story that really stuck with me from the beginning of that class was the idea of knowledge as as a plant you know and the the seed and the roots are the knowledge of those that came before and the new plant is the knowledge that you develop for yourself as you continue to learn the plant begins to grow um and i know i've already connected kind of you know leadership and learning but that's very much so how leadership is you know the roots and what, what nourishes you, what takes in that water, are what, you know, other leaders have done in the past. You know, it's, it's the, it's, it's, in a way, it's the, it's the cycle before that you begin your own social change model and in, pro in that process. It's the, it's the cycle previously. And, you know, as you grow, as you begin to be that plant, that kind of sunshine look, shining down on you is, is the kind of the consciousness of self um and the and all the all the seas of of social change um and i don't i don't know why exactly that story stuck with me for so long but it was just such a beautiful way um to kind of evoke the the understanding of of learning as not something that you do alone when but it's it's grounded in in the in the leadership of and learning of others before you um and I thought that was just just a wonderful way to kind of illustrate how leadership works as well. All right, and with that, I would like to conclude my final reflection for the classes LDRS 1015 and 1016. I'd like to thank um, Dr. Council and Dr. Bohannon um, and my recitation instructor, Tim, Tim Miller, and all the other students that were in the class with me. Um, thank you guys for, for being on this journey of learning with me and help, le helping lead me down the path um, and being the, the sunshine um, that nourished the, the seed of leadership and, and giving me the water of active listening and allowing me to reflect and, and develop this understanding of leadership that I have. Um, and I'm excited for next year. I'm excited to get to know everybody, hopefully a little bit better um, in times without the pandemic. Um, so it's not goodbye, but until we see each other again. Yeah.